Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Philippians. Today is episode 650. We're looking at Philippians chapter 2, verses 19 through 24. Let's read our passage. Now, I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, so that I too may be encouraged by news about you. For I have no one else like-minded who will genuinely care about your interests. All seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know his proven character, because he has served with me in the gospel ministry like a son with a father. Therefore I hope to send him as soon as I see how things go with me. I am confident in the Lord that I myself will also come soon. This is Paul's letter to the church in Philippi. He's had this long relationship with the Philippian church. He has been there several times. They've been very supportive of him. Just sent a monetary gift to him. And he's sending this letter back to Philippi to thank them for the gift, but also to encourage them and challenge them about how to live, how to be followers of Christ. He started out talking about his own situation and brought them up to speed on what's going on with him. Then he started talking about them and their situation. He challenged them to live worthy of the gospel. He said, as citizens of heaven. And he brought out some key elements like unity, standing firm in the face of opposition, humility. And that's what it looks like to live worthy of the gospel. Now he's entering a section where it's basically, well, what's next? What's coming up? And so he talks about some visits to Philippi. He's talking about Timothy this time and, and receiving his own visit. Then he's going to talk about Epaphroditus returning to Philippi with this letter in the next section. And that will bring us to the end of chapter 2. So we're just about approaching the halfway point of the letter. Now chapter 2, verse 19, he says, Now I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, so that I too may be encouraged by news about you. He's been talking about their encouragement. Now he's saying basically, and I want to be encouraged. So I'm going to send Timothy to you pretty soon so he can come, find out what's going on, and then come back and encourage me with the news about you. He says, I hope in the Lord Jesus. Now, he's not couching his terms here. I think he sincerely intends to send Timothy, but... He also, it's you know, not my will, but yours, Lord. So he always uh, keeps in mind that, yes, he has plans of what he intends to do, what he wants to do, but he's always sensitive to what is God's direction. And so he says, I hope in the Lord Jesus, meaning this is my intention, and I hope God makes that come about. And unless God directs otherwise, what's what I intend to do, but I always do what God tells me to do. And the news that he hopes to be encouraged by, well, it's basically, have they done what he's challenged them with? Are they living worthy of the gospel? Are they living as citizens of heaven? So are they doing the things he's already mentioned in the letter? If they are, then Timothy will bring back that report and Paul will be encouraged. Now he starts talking about Timothy, which is, uh, some find it curious in that they know Timothy. But Paul still sp speaks of, I think he's not so much introducing them to Timothy, but explaining why he's sending Timothy. Verse 20, he says, For I have no one else like-minded who will genuinely care about your interests. 
Then he goes on 21, all seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. That's a pretty strong statement. You mean to tell me there's nobody in Rome who is like-minded with Paul and is not self-seeking in their own interests? Well, maybe not. I'm certain that there's nobody else in Rome who is as like-minded with Paul as Timothy. We saw the uniqueness at the opening of the letter where Paul introduced the letter. It was from Paul and Timothy, not from Paul, an apostle, and Timothy, my trusted companion, but Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus. So he has, at this point, elevated Timothy to equal with himself as far as importance in the ministry. So we see Timothy is like-minded. Timothy does what Paul does. Timothy's been with Paul for several years now, and Timothy is highly trusted by Paul. There is nobody as like-minded as Timothy. But to say, I have no one else like-minded, I can see where he could say, I have no one else is like-minded, but no one who will genuinely care about your interests, all seek their own interests. And maybe that's the case. We don't know who's with him in Rome at this particular time. When he closed out the letter to the Colossians, he listed several people who were sending greetings. He talked about Aristarchus, Mark, Jesus, Epaphras, Luke, Demas. And he mentioned Timothy in the beginning, but all those people were with him and apparently were highly trusted. He mentions nobody else at the closing of Philippians. He mentions Timothy in the beginning. So we're not sure exactly what the deal is there as far as this idea that nobody else like Timothy. He's making the point there there is nobody like Timothy in his circle. And sending Timothy is actually a sacrifice to Paul. Now, the Philippians have sacrificed in supporting Paul, and Paul's looking a sacrifice to send Timothy to go visit the Philippians. He goes on to describe Timothy. He says, you know his proven character because he served with me in the gospel ministry like a son with a father. And that's pretty much the picture of Timothy with Paul. He's been with Paul through thick and thin. He's been with Paul all over Asia and Europe working with Paul, working for Paul, representing Paul. And so verse 23, Therefore I hope to send him as soon as I see how things go with me. We don't know a lot of things for sure here. There's a lot of conjecture. Some say he's really talking more about those who are preaching Christ out of self-interest to his own detriment. And he's just contrasting them. They still got these trusted people with him, but maybe not of the people he mentioned at the close of Colossians, maybe most of them are, he's actually sent out to other churches and they're on their own little mission trips themselves. So he really does have nobody he really trusts with him other than Timothy. But he says he intends to send Timothy, who is highly valuable to him in his ministry. Now, this is entirely speculation on my part. Here is a possible scenario to what's going on here. Paul had already sent Luke to Philippi. Luke seemed to have a long history with Philippi, and that it was Luke's arrival in Philippi that perhaps prompted the monetary gift to be sent to Rome to Paul with Epaphroditus. So Luke 
comes to Philippi and is there and tells them what's going on with Paul, and they decide to send Epaphroditus with this monetary gift. Epaphroditus tells Paul about what's going on in Philippi and mentions that there's some, some issues, and he might have even carried a letter from Luke to Paul from Luke's perspective about what's going on. Understand that there's, there's opposition to the church in Philippi, and it's getting hard. It's getting worse. And there's this rift that maybe Luke's tried to do something with and hasn't been able to have any effect on it. And so he mentions that to Paul. So we don't know exactly here, but somehow Paul knows about some of these things that are going on. Then, as we're going to see next time, Epaphroditus got sick, nearly died, but then recovered somewhat. And Paul is sending him back to Philippi and sending him with this letter. And so Paul's plan is send Epaphroditus back, have him take this letter initially as his initial attempt to deal with some of the issues and encourage the church, strengthen the church, how to deal with the rift and encourage them about the opposition. But he knows he needs something more than that. So the letter is the initial treatment to this. He knows he can't go himself. He's still under arrest, but he thinks he's probably going to hear something pretty soon about his case. And that as soon as he does, he's going to then send Timothy to Philippi to let them know what's going on with him, but then to bring back the good news about what's going on in Philippi. And I think the unspoken thing is, and if there's not good news to bring back to Paul, Timothy's going to stay and deal with the problem. So that's my thought about the background of what's going on here, is that when he uses these strong words, there's nobody like-minded. Everybody seeks their own interests. Paul sometimes speaks in hyperbole. I think it just may be that the absolute truth is that all his other trusted associates have been sent out on other trips that specifically... Luke's probably already in Philippi. The others are probably doing things elsewhere on Paul's behalf. Demas is mentioned, but we know Demas is problematic. He'll uh, mention him in 2 Timothy as somebody who has deserted him because he was looking out for his own self-interest. And Paul wraps up this section in verse 24. I'm confident in the Lord that I myself will also come soon. So Paul seems to think here that things are going to go his way as far as the disposition of his own case before the court, and he'll be released, and then he will actually be able to come and visit them in Philippi. But in the meantime, he's sending Epaphroditus right now, and he hopes to send Timothy soon. This shows Paul's concern for the church in Philippi. This is probably the church he has the closest relationship with, and it's been a long relationship. So he cares sincerely about them and wants them to be a strong, healthy church. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Philippians.